0: Experience the
1: unconventional.
0: Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule free,
2: Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock, hate going to work. On talk radio.
3: So tonight, with me, Catherine Boyle, and Katie Puckrick, we are talking about uh, old hookers. Uh, we, are, and we And when, when I mean old hookers, I mean historical hookers, like hooking through the ages. Oh, I, th-
4: I thought you were bringing in something about my personal life. <laughs> so.
3: I would never. Okay. That, that's for you to bring up. Okay. Uh, we're also talking about... Um, well bullshine grade A bullshine horse pucky <laughs> gone in their way
4: yeah.
3: into positions of which they have they have no chance of getting into in their normal guises and I'll tell you a bit more about that about in a second um, and also of course taking your phone calls you can give us a ring about anything 0344 499 that's oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. and Hayley will answer the phone and Hayley will phone you back and you'll be on the radio talking to us too yeah those two chances yeah. so this, this story about the Billy Bullshine right yeah I saw it on Twitter earlier on this guy said that his dad had tried to get into a New York restaurant and failed and been told that it was completely booked up
4: all right what kind of restaurant though
3: I think French from the accents in the video okay video right so um he is undeterred and the dad phones back half an hour later and says he is the president of Morocco hey guess what they found him a table
4: do they? Okay. Number one, does Morocco even have a president? It does. It does. Uh, okay. Cause I thought it may have just been a kingdom. And
3: it's an old Moroccan guy. And this dad happens to be an old Moroccan looking guy. I don't even know what his origin is, but he could pass. right?
4: Okay. So he didn't have to put on the, the bronzer. No,
3: it's a guy with a moustache.
4: Okay, Th- As in many, no more. As in many
3: cases. It's a guy with a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes and it's you see this, this video and they are bowing and scraping to this guy. Wow. They're asking for selfies. They get him to sign a plate and they treat him, well, like the president of Morocco.
4: Oh. You know what's great about saying you're the president of Morocco? Nobody really knows. It's like saying you're the leader of, Bulgaria like it's kind of like I've heard of Morocco I know about Bulgaria but there's no kind of like I know what the queen of England looks like right so you say it like you mean it
3: and you can get yeah quite far in life actually in some places in some places and 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 if you don't it's always worth a try right Yeah. Have you ever pushed the bullshinometer?
4: Um, I have certainly whipped out the horse Pucky in certain events. And um, what I do is, I mean, I know I'm lying. That's fine. And I do it with a cheerful demeanor. But my little strategy is I will just go to the box office of uh, a gig I want to see. And then I'll say, hi, I'm Katie Puckrick. um, And I believe... I'm on the list for this. I'm not really sure. Brilliant, and and I and I'm always very humble about it. Like I, I might not be. I may have just completely gotten it wrong. But I thought I spoke to the person to, and I'm all really vague about it. And and then they just usher me right in. And the the best time I ever did this, Catherine, was. When the Beach Boys, when Brian Wilson and the, you know, reactivated Beach Boys were playing the London Palladium, right. I think it was a summer or two ago, and yeah, I did that whole, like, I think Six Music may have put me on, it. maybe it's not even tonight, maybe it was for the show tomorrow night, and... The so bo- you're not really lying. I, uh, yeah, you're
3: not really telling the truth, but you're not really lying. Well, I,
4: de- I definitely like I've already been told. I did t- in these cases. I usually do try to go through the official channels, and then they say no, forget it. You're <laughs> not, you, you know, you're not important enough. And so then I just try it nicely, and then the box office manager did give me a little wink, like, uh, okay, wow. I'll put. But you know, I got in, and there I was in the lovely, the first circle, overlooking. This, you know, direct eye line to the stage, no. yeah. But, uh, but not. I don't try to palm myself off as somebody else. But I do know somebody actually. Who speaking of Morocco, my friend. Tammy Glover, who works in film production, uh, she was on a trip to Morocco, and she called the Mamounia Hotel, which is the big swanky-danky place in town, and she said, Hi, my name is Tammy Glover, and I'd like to book a room, blah, blah. She gets there. It turns out that they thought she said Danny... Glover, and they booked her in the presidential suite. Wow. And they were bowing and scraping. On the
3: basis of lethal weapon?
4: On the basis of the fact that I guess Danny Glover is the name to drop when you're in (laughs) you know, when you're in uh, Marrakesh. Wow. And so she was uh, they were confused, and they were sort of like looking past her, looking over her shoulder. Is Danny coming? Is Danny with you? No, Tammy. I'm Tammy Glover. And then they just had to they just had to eat it. Wow. You know, they, they didn't they, withdraw the offer. They didn't because they realized that some lower level dog's body kind of queered the deal. So, yeah. So she got a really great trip out of it. That is amazing. I've never gone that far on
3: Bullshine alone.
4: Then, And I always... The occasion
3: I did, it was a really mild thing, but it spiraled. And it was... And I've told this story before, so if you've heard this story before, please forgive me and just switch your brains off just for two seconds. But... When I was a kid, I was in a choir. I'm talking about 14.
4: Yeah.
3: And Bob Monkhouse was the special guest at this Village Fate thing that we were performing at. Do you remember Bob Monkhouse? Yeah. Yeah. Big big deal. Big television deal in his day. Sure. And um, my friend said, I really want Bob Monkhouse's autograph, but I daren't go up to him. I went, What? I'll go. He's just a bloke. I'll go for you. So I go up, Excuse me, Mr. Monkhouse, could I possibly have your autograph? yeah sure what's your name and instead of doing the thing that i think is a little bit rude of going oh it's not for me it's for my friend i said oh it's jackie my name's jackie and he went oh jackie that's a beautiful name in fact my wife's called jackie jackie oh. He brought her over we were involved in a good 10 minute conversation about how great it was to
4: be called jackie yeah and
3: i'm thinking this is they're so nice they're yeah. so nice but anyway, so yeah, I was Jackie for 10 minutes.
4: And then, well, then you were obliged to go and have it changed by deed, Paul. Yeah,
3: definitely. So that's why my name is now Jackie. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So that's what we want you to give us a ring on if you fancy. And you can, as I say, I'll give you suggestions, but you don't have to go by them. we freestyling on this show. Yeah. 0344 499 1000. How far have you got on Bullshine alone? Let's have a quick word with Hawk. Hey, Hawk.
5: Hello. Hello. Hi. You are right. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoyed the show last night. It was super. Oh, thank you very thank much. You. I'm trying to work out whether we've spoken before, Hawk. Yes, it's Star. Ah, right. Why are they
3: calling you Hawk on this? I ain't got a clue. How weird. Anyway, it's yep. nice to, It's nice to hear from
5: you, Star. What you got? Well, two things. Go on. I have met a couple of celebrities. Oh, yeah. Uh, my first one was when I was about five, six years of age. My mum took me to the... And then we to Hippodrome to see Little and Large. Right. And I was called up on stage. So that was really good. I you were that, that kid. Whenever I went to shows, I was always sitting too far back. Oh, no, we, we were sort of towards the front, but in the oil part. And they walked up and they saw me. And I was like, I was only tiny. And they saw me and, he, you know, he grabbed my hand. And he was like, right, right, come on, you come up on stage with us. And I was like, OK. <laughs> really shy, really quiet, but really good. And then my second one was, um, I was at school. I was one of the prefects, and we had um, a couple come over. We had... um, I'm trying to think of her name. She was a singer in a a time. And then we had um, another one come over, and he was... Um, I used to do the show. Um, I'm trying to think of his name, it's just totally gone out of my head. Michael something. Michael and
3: someone who used to be a singer. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone's got a clue, who she's driving at, please help us out. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I mean, we can we can throw a few names at you. Can
5: you remember what she looked like? Uh, yeah, she was tall, thin, long black hair. Cher. Sure. Sure. No. Oh. It was she was she was an English singer. I don't think she was. Well-known, but... Was it Marty Kane? I'm not sure. The I was very other... really young. I was, I was in primary school at that time. And then the second one was when I was in high school. I was a prefect. All right. And he he, he used to do um, a quiz show. His name was Michael something. A Barrymore? That's the one, yes. Oh. I can't believe you've forgotten Michael Barrymore. I know, I know. My, my brain's just not working today. <laughs> well, thanks for giving us a little try. Thanks Another for... thing as well? Yep. Can you do me a big favour? Depends what it is. Hide your bottle. Why? Because every time Guardian sees it, he's just going in a rampage and it's triggering him because I have looked absolutely everywhere and I cannot get him a purple one. (gasps) And every time he sees your
4: bottle, it's like... ooh. Wow, and what what's the big deal about the purple ones? Are they? Because he's are... absolutely fascinated with the colour purple. That's his favourite colour. Uh, uh,
5: it's a good movie. So, <laughs> but I've tried everywhere: Waitrose, Amazon, everything. Really? I not find what? Yeah, I pretty... can't find a purple one. All the other colours, no problem. Plenty purple. No, sold out everywhere. Too, too special. Too
3: special. You see, it was a special edition. It wasn't it? Wasn't there were loads of them. I, I know that's not <laughs> that's not helpful to you in your plight, no. but. Anyway, I'm not moving it. He can he can read it and weep. <laughs> good to speak to you star. Yeah, Take care. That.
4: <laughs> That's marriage. Isn't that funny about um how celebrities just meeting a celebrity can it's like sprinkling a little fairy dust yeah. on your day. Like it makes you feel good about yourself and or I don't know, like it makes you feel connected.
3: It's always a surprise to see a celebrity out doing normal things i think for, for people yeah like, you know ian gets caught all the time in the supermarket and they say what are you doing here he's like, well you know i've got to eat
4: yeah yeah oh i you know i would get that sometimes on the bus or public transportation what are you doing here like aren't you in your limo like no, no he's having the day off yeah yeah he is the driver <laughs> is uh he's having a, a nice little break <laughs> let's talk to wasim hiya wasim
0: uh evening kath how's it going
4: i'm all right thanks how are you doing
0: uh, evening, Katie. Hi, Wasim. I thought I'd be a gentleman. I'd say evening to both of you. Well, that's very I
4: good appreciate
0: it. <laughs> I, like, I think Ian's got it wrong. I think Ian's got me all wrong anyway, so. <laughs>
4: I don't think he
3: has. I thought you'd patch things up.
0: No, you know, you know, you know what it is, Kat? The reason I actually called him up, the real reason is, you know, when he argues with people, I find it so funny, honestly. It's just not all the arguments, but you know, like the guy called about the milk, Jack.
4: The guy who called ago. about milk. Yeah, it was,
0: okay. a, it was yeah, a weird conversation. Yeah, I heard that clip a few times, and that was just... The way Ian reacts to things is just, oh, my God, it's priceless, you know. I'm just wondering, how, how how would you react to someone like Jack or Kadir or someone? Well... Because you seem much more calm to me.
3: I am quite calm, but I also don't tolerate nonsense, so you you may find out at some point, but, you know... um,
0: <laughs> You know, I actually thought I'm going to be on the block list with Ian... I thought you might block me from calling in.
3: Nah, you'd know about it.
0: Yeah. You know, you know, the reason I am calling you, it's quite funny, because, you know, you know, you just... You, Ian's so easy to wind up as well, because he starts arguing with you straight away. I don't think he means to you, but... You know, like, sometimes uh, you say something, and then he, he gets the wrong end of the stick and stuff. His reactions are priceless, you know, honestly. But I think he's a really nice guy, to be honest with you. I really like him.
5: OK, well,
3: why don't you tell him that?
0: I will, yeah. And I think you're really cool as well. I think it's really good okay. that you've got two women doing the show. And uh, you know, I hope you guys have a good time over the next three days interviewing us back.
3: Thanks very much, Wasim. Yeah. I hope you have a good no time problem. too. I mean, it's I not just about nice...
0: you see, I'm not a bad person, am I? I'm quite nice deep down. Well,
3: you've been very good today, gold star. Thanks very much, Wasim.
0: Yeah,
4: totally presentable, <laughs>
3: completely acceptable performance from the man. Yes, hello,
4: Alan Caddick. Sorry, I'm right, girls. Hello, that is a jolly, energetic hello. Sorry, I'm right, it's all right.
1: I was busy scouring YouTube.
4: Oh, God, why?
1: And I, was, looked, I was watching an old video of the Big Breakfast. Why? To see what Chris Harris did before he was on Radio too.
3: Gosh, can't you remember? How old are you?
1: I'm 38.
3: Blimey, Alan.
1: And I didn't you know Gabby was launched into the mainstream on the Big Breakfast. Because mm. I recognised her from when she did children's television.
3: Right. Why are you researching Chris Evans? I mean, it's it's a fine subject to research, but it seems a little random.
1: Because Katie was a pioneer of Channel 4 TV in the evenings. Do you accept that role?
4: Yes, I will accept that role. And Chris was a pioneer of mornings on Channel 4. Gosh, yes. And actually, both The Word and The Big Breakfast were made by the same production company, so there's certainly a link there. Oh, very very good, Link. Yeah. And I'm going from last night, Katie,
1: you're looking for a gentleman caller. Yes. I'm willing to put my hat
4: in the ring. Wow. And so what are your interests? I love karaoke. Oh, me too. What's your favorite song on karaoke? I love Fooled Around and Fell in Love by Elvin Bishop. With
3: me,
1: my big one, Star Trekking by the firm. Yeah,
3: he loves it so much he got banned from singing it because he was singing it too much. Really? Yeah. Too much of a good thing. Exactly, Party Poopers. What else do you sing when you're not allowed to sing Star Trek
1: well, I love any song by Queen. Mm-hmm. It's
3: tricky to pull off as a yeah, one man thing, though.
4: It is tricky. You have to master all of those different harmonies, like multi throat singing.
1: Yeah, especially Bohemian Rhapsody. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. Can you do that one? I see a little filler with the rubber man, gonna push gonna bush gonna go 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 do the fan and go the boats boats are
3: lightning. Like very, you. very bright name. Me.
4: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh,
3: Turns out yes you can.
4: That's excellent. You are a master of this. Uh,
3: if the word ever came
4: back on telling, would I be on there?
3: I don't know. What would you do to be on telly? I mean, would you... Let's go through some of the things that people did because they were desperate to be on television in that section in the word.
4: You're talking about the hopefuls. Yeah. So people would do things like take a bath in cow doo-doo. Or kissing... French kissing a grandma. Or licking a sweaty armpit. Didn't someone drink vomit? Uh, That was... That was something else. That was a man who drank a beer and then he put a hose down his... He put like a tube down his throat and then coughed it back up. I mean, it was all variations on fur balls. And there was also a man who snorted a condom through his nose and horked it out through his mouth. So, yeah, what would you what would you offer?
1: With me, I would drink five pints of urine and snort it back through the nose.
4: Wow. It's very specific. It's very specific. And who's urine?
1: It would be a pig
4: new wine. Wow, Alan. Wow. It's like he's really going for it. You would be a shoe
3: in, though, to be fair. He would definitely be accepted, well, wouldn't he, with that kind he's of He's
1: had experience with a pig new new in the jungle, haven't he? He did,
3: but they were paying him quite a lot of money to do it, and you're offering to drink five pints of pig wee for nothing. Oh, no.
4: What oh, you like, Alan? Yeah, but it's a stepping stone, isn't it?
3: Definitely. Everyone got famous out of that.
4: Yeah. That's what. That's what they. That's always the strategy. It's like this will lead to other things. We can't pay you, but this will give you exposure—the much-needed exposure. You can parlay that into something else.
1: (laughs) Or it could lead to public humiliation. Well, there is that for sure. For sure, that's show
3: business, Alan Caddick.
1: I know. I know that too well. (laughs) Oh
3: my God! You sound so jaded.
1: So um, uh, I'm jaded because I'm late. Oh. Because yeah. I wasn't—I didn't call on my usual time. I looked at the time. And I thought, "Oh beep, I've got a god call."
3: Well, let this be a lesson to you.
1: Be on time.
3: Be on time, mm. and next time, you know, bring five pints with you. Right. Goodbye. Oink oink. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. As you can hear, him, anything goes
0: experience the unconventional hello the unpredictable don't you think that's a bit weird and the completely unorthodox it was my birthday with rule free Ian Lee Uh, I was just trying
2: to generate a bit of content the late night alternative with Ian Lee hate alarm clock hate going to work on talk radio hello I'm Jamie East Phone. Talk. Talk radio. We'll get you talking.
3: If you want to give us a ring, 0344 499 1000. G's giving us a ring, and I bet I know what he's ringing about. You're not having my bottle, G. Hello,
0: this boss. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wasn't actually ringing in about the bottle, because I'm already triggered enough about that.
3: Okay, we better not mention it then.
0: I was actually ringing in to um, let you know that when my wife rang in, she um, missed took um, Michael Barrymore for Cliff uh, Richard.
4: Well, what? <laughs> wow, that's a thing to do. That, that is a really bizarre trajectory, and especially right. since she said Michael.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she had a complete brain fart and just completely misunderstood, so I just thought I'd ring in and let you know that it, it was Cliff Richard that she met. He the biggest star. Than Michael Barrymore.
3: But why did you need to tell us that? You could have protected her, she could have got away with it, no one would ever have known. Okay, it's a little bit bullshine, but, you know, you're supposed to be on the same team, G.
0: I married her.
2: Protection out the window.
4: So, is that part of oh, the marriage oh, yes, vows? You're, you're, <laughs> so, you're busting her, though. You're, yeah. bu- you're busting yeah, her chops on her. this.
0: Yeah, straight out the water. Well, just, just simply because she thought... She got it right, and I love
4: being right. Oh gee.
0: <laughs> well, I'm interested <laughs> That's in exactly what she said. Oh gee. What Don't.
4: was what was Cliff Richard up to? What was he doing? So this is the the celebrity she met when she was a teenager.
3: Yeah, the fifteen-year-old trolling school. Oh,
4: yeah. <gasps> right, he, he was probably making a special appearance and. Lifting the young people's spirits. I've cut G
3: off before he says something incriminating. Yes. Because as is his wont. Yes. But that, that selling of, um, of selling out of Star there is just reminded me of something we were discussing briefly before the show. Yes. Which is, you know, the eternal battle for supremacy that is a relationship.
4: Yeah. Um, there's an interesting story today by Hannah Betts in the Evening Standard magazine. And it is about uh, the IQ gap In relationships so are you smarter than your partner how does it stack up did you willingly and knowingly enter into a relationship with a big old dummy or did you purposefully seek out somebody smarter than yourself and she goes on to say this this is Hannah Betts she's talking about the fact that she's kind of a big old smarty pants and so's her husband and she said that uh, this is from the article she said when we met He told me that he was about to embark upon an M.A. in literary theory at Cambridge. I replied that I used to teach literary theory at Oxford. And apparently on date three, I suddenly remarked, hold on, I've just realized that you think you're cleverer than me. So this is obviously two people who are quite positional, but it does make me think about um, the fact that some people are totally happy with being with somebody Who's not very smart. Mm-hmm. But then that puts them in this kind of My Fair Lady, Henry Higgins constant position of schooling somebody, which I've been in that position before and it's exhausting. I don't like it. It's exhausting. I don't want to be smarter than the person also, that
3: I'm with. And also, I don't know about you because I've been in this position in the past. Not that I'm super bright, but you know, when you just realize that the other person isn't quite on the same page. Thankfully, normally they're more grounded and down to earth and like common sense smart than I am because my head's often in the clouds but you know that moment when you go I can't talk to you about books or yeah. the films I like or anything like that because you're just not not lit by these things you know
4: yeah I mean there's a lot to be said for uh the other person's picking up the slack on some qualities that you don't possess so like you said if you're a little airy fairy and somebody else is more grounded and practical and that's fine but when they don't share a curiosity about the things that you're curious yeah. about, it's hard to to spark off of each other. And one of the things that gets me is when somebody doesn't share my frame of reference, and that's kind of built into the deal uh, when you're with someone who's considerably younger than you. Yeah. And this is often a paradigm that you find with older men and younger women, and it seems like... I mean, it's kind of the classic cliche where, you know, the guy... When the guy's on his second wife or whatever, or, you know, he's having his second childhood and he has that yellow jaguar, but he does line up a a bright young thing, or perhaps not so bright. And uh, if I've ever been... Had some sort of uh, festive night out or some sort of romantic inclination with somebody who's younger, a lot younger, or doesn't share the same references... You spend all your time together going, oh, well, it was this movie that was out or it was uh, this TV show or World War II was this big fight that we were in with the Germans. Yeah.
3: Or you give up and you go and find that part of things elsewhere and that's where the trouble starts.
4: Well, that's when the trouble starts. Have you ever worked
3: with someone who's significantly less bright than you are? Apart from today. <laughs> Hi, a- Ian. <laughs> Uh, Sorry. <laughs> I haven't. Ian's on the phone. Ian. What is sp-
1: this? What,
2: what, what,
3: what is this? What? Nothing? How are you doing? Aren't you on holiday? What are you doing?
4: Yeah, what are you doing?
2: I'm, li- I'm just right. Here's the thing. So I'm, I'm in America to see the monkeys. I'm going to get see them tomorrow night, and I'm seeing them Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And I've spent, and I'm, you know, I'm getting divorced, and I'm buying a house, and Money is really, really tight, and you know my therapist said you should go to New York; it'd be really good for you. And it's cost me like two thousand pounds with the hotel and the travel, and I've literally just woken up to find out they've cancelled the rest of the tour. What? What? So, so I was wondering two things: one, can we do like a GoFundMe to try and get me my money back? And two, Katie. Uh, you're sounding great. I'm going to ask you to go home now, Catherine. If you could budge over one seat.
4: Why? I um, I'm I'm, ar- back, I'm already booked baby. in for the duration.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm back. You don't need to. Honestly, Katie, get get, get an Uber. <laughs> just budge round one, and we'll do. What's your favourite B-side, guys? Man, it's cool now. It's
3: just tough tits, man. Because you 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 went over there. <laughs> You went over there for fun times. You will have fun times, and we don't want you back until you've had them. I don't care if it's monkey-related or not. Could you, like, go forth and, like, smile and talk to people and stuff?
4: What's this? Why did they cancel their tour,
2: Ian? I don't know. I've I've just had a little doze, and I've just woken up, and um, I've just been on Facebook, and it's canceled, and I think they're saying that one of them is ill, Uh and, you know, and I wish them... All well and stuff, and everyone's going. Oh God, I wish them well. And thank God the tickets are being rescheduled for January. I can't afford to come back in January. I'm broke. Oh man. So I might move over to New York and live there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what, what have um, you?
4: What have you been doing since you? How long have you been in New York? Like one day?
2: I've been in New York for um, nineteen hours. Okay. And. Uh, I've done a lot. I've, I've been to Atlantic Records. I went and looked around Atlantic Records. I've been to uh, a Chinese restaurant owned by an old Hong Kong movie star who made films with Bruce Lee. I've been to some record stores and I've had two dozes. And now I'm just, oh, I'm just off to meet my friend Imani and we're going to get the Staten Island Ferry. So oh,
4: that's I'm good. I'm living
2: the tourist dream.
4: Yes, you are.
3: Bad news about the monkeys, oh, though, we? Right? Really? Bad news about the monkeys.
2: Oh, the, the, listen to you with your tongue firmly in your cheek, Boyle. I know you. Anyway, um, so you, you two are getting way too much love on Twitter. So just can you both be a little bit crapper, please, in what you're doing? Uh, you, you know, just, just tone down the skills a little bit, please. All right, mate. If you wouldn't mind. All right, mate. Up
3: you, your bum. Thank you very much indeed. I've always wanted to be able to cut that guy off. And today I've achieved my dream. I wow. mean, sometimes you just strive for things and, and it lands in your lap. 0344 499 1000.
5: Across the UK, online and on DAB. Access all radios.
2: Talk radio. Give it some lip.